Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum A very warm welcome to our prime time Ya Shabab Exclusive to Marcus Sahaba The voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah So whilst this is a youth program we also at times discuss certain issues which parents also need to implement to ensure that our youth are kept in a safe environment are kept in check with the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shown to us by our beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So one important aspect that we need to look at is supervision. We have to supervise. There must be the presence of the father, the mother, or in the case where there isn't, other responsible family members when their child is playing. Allowing them seclusion is generally inviting trouble. When those children go into some room, close the door, even lock the door, what are they doing? What are they watching? Age is no factor today. You see, we are living in a time where there is fitna, there is temptation that is bombarding us from every, every circle, every corner. Even if you are driving on the highway, this is the ajeeb strategy of the kuffar that they can be selling anything anything from cars to homes to tools to pools to whatever you think of but they will put a naked woman there or semi-naked woman there so our children get exposed to all of this and whether we like it we don't like it certain things we have to speak about, yes, very respectfully. Allah Pak give us tawfiq to say that which is correct, protect us from the slip of the tongue and protect us from saying anything that will distance anyone from our deen. But sometimes we as parents also, we are living in a bubble. We think that my child is a farishta. My child is an angel. They don't get up to any masti. They don't get up. You know, today, again, this mobile phone, it is so easy to access anything. Now, I'm going to spell it out, right? That young, young boy who's growing up, his hormones are all over the place. This young girl, she is growing up. Her hormones are starting to 
interfere with her, etc. They go into the room, they lock the door, or they close the door. The problem is, the parents themselves are also on the mobile phone, so they don't know what the children are doing. The parents themselves, they are busy watching Instagram Reels, they are busy watching TikToks, they are busy watching Netflix, whatever it may be. So their child has this, and the child knows, now I've got this one hour, one and a half hours, two hours, whatever it is. Fitna can come and knock us literally for a six before we even know it. Most homes today <clears throat> either have fiber or they have Wi-Fi in their homes. So that child just goes on to the mobile, <clears throat> goes on to Google, starts typing out some pornography thing, some nude thing, and immediately they have access to all of this. This is a very big fitna. This is a very big problem. Not only amongst young, young people, but even sometimes married people, grown men, they grow into this addiction of pornography. They grow into this addiction of pornography. So we must be very, very careful. <clears throat> and then there is also the issue of our children sometimes being inappropriately touched by others. Sometimes family members do this. Hmm? That is why the very first topic, <clears throat> our Hazrat Rahmatullah, Hazrat Mona Yunus Patelsa Rahmatullah had discussed was honesty, trust. That is gone, halas. I'm not saying that you shouldn't give your children or family members access to your children. Yes, their family, the uncle, the grandfather, whatever it may be. But we as parents need to have an eagle's eye over them. Listen to this incident that our Hazrat Rahmatullah describes. He writes, one sister sent an email stating that her young child has been complaining that the dada, who are we talking about here? The paternal grandfather, the father's father, was doing certain things with him and from that, from what the child described, there was clear indication of child abuse. The mother wrote, stating that she did not know whether to believe the child, but she said there was no reason for him to lie about the matter since he was not exposed to such things. Now, if the child is complaining that he is being molested 
then it must be taken very seriously, whether proven or not. It is very difficult to sometimes catch the person in action. But if it is a lie, a child can be caught out with a few questions. Hazrat Rahmatullah then writes, even grandparents or close family members cannot be trusted today. With their constant viewing and exposure to immoral, obscene pictures on the television screens, magazines, newspapers, internet, don't we read of 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds guilty of rape and incensed? So like I said, this is hakikat. I'm not saying that we must tie the knot so hard that now we completely sever ties. We can't trust anyone. So now, khalas, no family member has access to us. No, I'm not saying that. Be free, but be watchful over your children. Be watchful over your children. This filth, Nabi Paak has mentioned, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحِي فَاسْنَعْ مَا شِئْتَ فَافْعَلْ مَا شِئْتَ When a person loses immoral basis, haya, modesty, then they will do as they please. They don't care. It's a no-care attitude. It's free for all. So we must be very, very cautious when it comes to our young children. You know, off the topic, even when a young daughter-in-law is brought into the home, fine, there is no parda between the father-in-law and the daughter-in-law. But many, many people, they get married young. Right? They get married young. So their children grew up and they are still young themselves. I'm talking about the parents. This daughter may be 18, 19 years old. The father is 40, 41 years old. What's so difficult in understanding that? So they get their sons married. And now there is a young daughter-in-law that is coming into the house. Now thus again, we as parents have to teach our children. See, if you are staying with your parents, your, your in-laws, then there is a certain way of dressing in front of the elders. Yes, you may have dressed with tight, tight jeans and what have you in front of your own parents. But you can't do that now in somebody else's house. And again, that dressing in front of your own parents like that, that's also now some other topic that we need to look at. But we're just looking at here and, 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 and trying to explain very carefully how we can also be responsible for filth and guna entering 
You see, you can check with the muftis, but from what I know is that if the father-in-law immorally, lustfully touches the daughter-in-law, then that nikah between the son, son and daughter-in-law, that is finished, it's halas, it's over. <coughs> So there must be a very, very, there must be a line, you know, a line of respect that needs to be drawn with the father-in-law. And as far as the daughter-in-law is concerned, now fine, we understand you are newly married. Sometimes you want to dress up for your husband. But especially when you've got a young father-in-law, you've got brother-in-laws running around in the house. You, ha you cannot do all of this. There's just no scope to do anything like this here and walk around all dolled up, lipstick, dipstick, makeup, everything, tight clothes and what have you. That you can leave for the privacy of the bedroom. But to now publicly parade, even in your father-in-law's home, how many stories we are hearing in today's times where the father-in-law is now getting involved with the daughter-in-law. Hmm? Forget the brother-in-laws. I'm talking about the father-in-law. So we must be very, very vigilant. We must be very careful how we approach these matters. Another incident, Hazrat Rahmatullah is mentioning here, is one young girl complained that her grandfather hugged her and touched her in a way which was evil and which frightened her. She does not want to see him anymore. This is a Muslim grandfather. Hmm? So, here, Hazrat Rahmatullah is writing and it's written in bold. This does not imply that a person must become suspicious of all and sundry. This is advice tended to exercise caution and not to trust blindly. So these incidences that we are speaking of, they are real life. Maybe 10, 15 years ago they happened. And they are still happening. They are still happening. Sometimes as Imams, we are also told certain, certain things. It shocks the wits out of us. So we have to be very careful. I just want to go into something that is coming very strong in my heart now. You see, sometimes a person, young man, he gets married and he's got a young sister-in-law. Now, they are living a very... I don't want, you know, I don't like to use the term modern lifestyle because modern and haram anyway here you understand what i'm saying 
Now this husband and wife, the wife and her sister are very, very close. Very close. So now the, 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 the problem arises every time they are going for holiday, the sister-in-law is tagging along. Now, first of all, what business she got traveling with her sister and her brother-in-law on a holiday where they are all going to be free for all intermingling? Shaitan, 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 nafs. Sometimes we underestimate. We underestimate. No, I, I have a clean heart. I will never think of doing something like that. Never. But shaitan sometimes, nafs sometimes, they overpower us. Now they're going to Mauritius, Maldives, Seychelles, wherever it may be. Now who is dressed in a correct manner, first of all? We are all in a revealing posture in a situation. So you are madly in love with your wife, but your sister-in-law is also there, dressed provocatively. Brothers, sadly, 20 years ago, these things never existed. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, they never existed. This zamana, we have to talk about it. Where is the sense, where is the aql to freely intermingle with one sister-in-law like that? Such a shame, such a shame, such a shame. And then if something must happen between the husband and the sister-in-law, forget that the whole family circle is khalas. Those two sisters that were inseparable, they will never talk to each other for the rest of their lives. It's become a competition. Competition. Hmm? Who can score? La ilaha illallah. So young friends, these things are reality. Our Sharia explicitly forbids traveling without a mahram or being alone with, with them. Sharia, whether it's a father, whether it's a brother, whether it's an uncle, nephew, anyone else, if the person is of loose morals, shady character, and a threat to the chastity and the modesty of their daughter, sister, granddaughter. They can't even travel with that grandfather or uncle or whatever it may be. He is a mahram. But if he poses a danger and a threat, traveling alone with such a person or being alone in the home with that person, should be avoided at all costs. This is something very, very difficult. So at such times, the child should not re fear reporting to some senior member.
Our duty does not only involve does not involve only the reading of wazifas and wazifas. We have to be very, very sharp, very alert and very careful. Something goes wrong and immediately we want to turn, you know, give me one taweez. Maybe some jinn has possessed this little girl. How can she make accusations against her uncle? This is the uncle. Huh? This is the zamana that we are living in. This is the times that we are living in. Imagine, never in my mind did I think that we have to talk about such things. Never in my mind. But it's not going to get any better. If we think it's going to get better, we're living in a fool's paradise. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse. Nisaun kasiyatun ariyatun Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that famous hadith of Jibreel the signs of qiyamah women will be clothed yet they will be naked we are living in that zamana Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must protect us you know sometimes you think to yourself you better off going away to one rural area, farm area, just go and stay there, worship Allah Ta'ala alone. Because the fitna is growing so strong. And sadly, the effort on Iman is not being making, made as strong. So, Iman levels are still low, the fitna is climbing there. How are we going to defeat the forces of shaitan that are infiltrating. I remember having this discussion with my honorable mother with regards to the filth of Qomelut, homosexuality, that is infiltrating and being taught in schools and what have you. My mother, she comes from a Zimbabwean background, mashallah. She's elderly now. At first, she denied all of this. That this can't be happening. It's not possible. The schools can't be teaching all of this nonsense. This was about, what, just five, six years ago. Now, if we have to discuss it, then my mother, she's very, very cautious now. She says, bye, this is the problem with the South African schools. The South African schools, South African government, you see, we think we are going ahead with times. But the reality is we are taking a hundred years back. If it cost the morality of our children, how can it in any way be progressive? If it costs 
the ideology of our children being given freedom of choosing their own sex whether you <laughs> ajeeb you're a girl you're a girl you're a boy you're a boy how can you say now i'm going to grow up and choose whether i want to be a boy or a girl but these things are happening these things are happening and we cannot throw them under the carpet but we have to address them and very carefully we have to advise our children see by see these things are happening in society today we need the tools to protect ourselves and we need to be very very vigilant very sharp the slightest indication that something is off don't leave it don't leave it address it and if we are unable to address it then go to one of our elders ulama mashayikh yes is embarrassing but sometimes we are the ones digging the grave throwing the child in and now we can't reach the hand of the child and then now we say but it's too embarrassing i can't go and speak to somebody about it we have caused the mess ji inshallah we we'll take one quick break and then we will continue mera dil badal de 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 mera ghaflat mein duba dil badal de mera ghaflat mein duba dil badal de hawao hirs wala dil badal de mera ghaflat mein duba dil badal de khuda ya fazl farma dil badal de khuda ya fazl farma dil badal de badal de dil ki duniya dil badal de mera ghaflat mein duba dil badal de गुनागारी कब तक उम्र काटूंगारी कब तक उम्र काटूं मजा आ जाए मौला दिल बदल दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे हटा लूं आंख अपनी मां सिवा से हटा लूं आंख अपनी मां सिवा से 
जियों मैं तेरी खातिर दिल बदल दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे करूं कुर्बान अपनी सारी खुशियां करूं कुर्बान अपनी सारी खुशियां तू अपना गम आता कर दिल बदल दे सहल फरमा मुसलसल याद अपनी सहल फरमा मुसलसल याद अपनी खुदाया रहम फरमा दिल बदल दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे पड़ा हूं तेरे दर पे दिल शिकस्ता पड़ा हूं तेरे दर पे दिल शिकस्ता रहूं क्यों दिल शिकस्ता दिल बदल दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे तेरा हो जाऊं इतनी आरज़ू है तेरा हो जाऊं इतनी आरज़ू है बस इतनी है तमन्ना दिल बदल दे मेरी फरियाद सुन ले मेरे मौला मेरी फरियाद सुन ले मेरे मौला बना ले अपना बंदा दिल बदल दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे दिले मगमूम को मसरूर कर दे दिले मगमूम को मसरूर कर दे दिले बेनूर को पुरनूर कर दे मेरा जाहिर सवर जाए इलाही मेरा जाहिर सवर जाए इलाही मेरे बातिन की जुल्मत दूर कर दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे मैं वहदत पिला मखनूर कर दे मैं वहदत पिला मखनूर कर दे मोहब्बत के नशे में चूर कर दे मेरा गफलत में डूबा दिल बदल दे Welcome back to our prime time, Ya Shabab. Gee, we have been discussing some very difficult, painful topics, but sometimes these things need to be brought out in the open. We need to spell out where we are falling short 
Again, I'm saying that we mustn't have suspicion of our own family members. It's just we have to be very, very vigilant and very acutely uh, careful, you know, when it comes to our own children. The next topic that we want to look at is the influence of media. So when we're speaking about media now, we're speaking about Western media. The media across the board condones, promotes and glorifies sins like homosexuality and adultery. People who had no inclination towards homosexual behavior, Hazrat Rahmatullah says, write to me saying that just viewing one film or movie which was based on homosexuality and suddenly they feel they have no control over their own passion and lust when it comes to the same sex. You see, this television problem, our elders, our mashayikh, our akabirin, not from now, but for many, many years, they have been speaking about booting the television out of the home. And many have done so, alhamdulillah. But the West has created new avenues in which there's no even need now to have a television in the house. Everyone has a smartphone, everyone has a smart device. And on there, different, different applications can be subscribed to. Netflix, Showmax, I don't know what is the other ones, but there are so many available. Even DSTV can be viewed on a cell phone these days. So most, most of these shows and the youth, you see, sometimes we get stuck onto a series. We start binge watching a series. This started already many, many years ago, not from now, but many, many years ago. So people will start with the series and they get hooked onto it. And then also, the new series, well, not new now, but that series that came out, Irtugul, hmm? that, because it had little bit Islamic uh, history or whatever it may be, so people began to justify it that, no, I'm learning so much about Islam and you see every time they mention Nabi Apaq salam's Mubarak name, they put their hand on their hearts. Wah, 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 wah. So they are great, great walis. 
Is that what we think of? Those people are actors, actresses. They don't have any deen in them. The storyline that you are following is a biased line. How much of haq, how much of truth is in it? Because we don't have the knowledge of it. Right, so that's one side of it. But now I'm, I'm going to talk about the general. The series is designed to put us into the utmost height of ghaflat. You see, when you become addicted to a, a series, and you're following the story, and you need to catch up, and what is going to happen next in the next series, and this, and that, and this, and people start chatting on the groups, and Facebook, and WhatsApp, and whatever you... What is it doing to us? Open our eyes. What is it doing to us? It's taking away all types of sukoon, all that, 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 that comfort, that relaxation that we were once upon a time experiencing is thrown out of the window. We, we like on a high. It's a drug for us. We have to, and some people will sit up till two, three, four in the morning binge watching series after series after series. Any free time, even if they are at work, they go to the toilet. In the toilet, they put the earphones, you know. Today is easy, man. Put the earbuds on and you can catch up for five, ten minutes. Then nobody will miss you. Hmm? So this television, the negative effect that it has on us is, number one, you see how the people dress, immediately your heart is inclined, I need to dress in a particular fashion, male and female. Otherwise, you look at it. Right. Once upon a time, I remember, there was a craze amongst our Muslim girls that they would tie their scarves with a bun, you know, big bun. I don't know where that bun is going to. So because they had seen it on some TikTok, some Instagram, of some Arab girls doing it, whatever it may be, in Dubai or wherever it is. Now they started bringing it here. The same thing with the niqab. Few years ago, the niqab came out with that little thing on the side, that little silver gold uh, plate. So that was seen Everyone follows that. This nail polish problem, whether it's washable, not washable, is leave that to the muftis. But it's all influence of the media. The media wants you to behave like this. The media, they want you to behave like this. They want to take all, you see, Today, somebody sent me a clip of Shetanyahu. 
shaitan. So, shaitan was saying that we, we will welcome the modern Arab states to de-radicalize Gaza. We will welcome them. So who are they talking about? They're talking about Dubai. They're talking about Saudi Arabia, the hierarchy, the government. Hmm? Why? Because they are now bringing in all, anything that is sin, anything that takes a person away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that person is hailed in their eyes, is looked very, very highly upon. So they will welcome those type of people to start bringing in this filth. Gaza predominantly has been secured to a large extent, not to say that there's no fitna there or no guna taking place, but to a large extent, because they have been imprisoned there, they have been to a large extent safeguarded from the outside fitness. So the level of Iman is much, much stronger, alhamdulillah. Allahumma zid fazid. Allah pak allow for them to grow in this Iman. So now when you bring in this Western adaptation of a lifestyle that is filled with nothing but immorality, then what happens? Children begin to rebel against parents. Children, they need, they, they, there's always, you know, like a need for speed. There's a need for going after certain achievements in life, even if it be contrary to Sharia. So that is what this Western media is designed to do. And we like fools, we have such a simple way of lifestyle. Islam, eat on the floor, wear two pieces of cloth, white even. You don't have to worry about colored kurtas or anything. Our sisters wear very loose abaya and cover their face. You don't have to worry about makeup, lipstick, dipstick and all of that there. Painting of nails and hairstyles and all of that there. Hmm? We like fools, we want to take the simplicity away and adopt this so-called modernized civilization. It's, it's actually not civilization, it's barbarism. But that's what we are chasing. We look at the rich and famous. We're chasing after that. We're chasing after this, you know, this Dubai, <laughs> Dubai lifestyle, that's what everybody wants today. A very plastic lifestyle. A very, very plastic, immoral, unchaste lifestyle. And the media will bombard you. They will make it so affordable to go to such places that when you see it, your heart, it begins to flutter. That's what's the nafs. Begins to flutter. And then you start chasing 
that. Now you can't go and live there. So never mind. I'll make my own Dubai here in South Africa. I'll create my own environment like this here in South Africa. So this media, be very, very careful. Very, very careful when it comes to the media. Now, when it comes to Islamic media, there's very little of that left also. There's very little of that left. Almost non-existent. So many radio stations, so-called Islamic radio stations. So, in order to keep on par with, and I don't know, for the love of me, why we are competing with the Western radio stations. Why the Islamic media wants to be the 702? Why? Why Islamic media wants to be SAFM? Why Islamic media wants to be like the carte blanche and the, and the, and the talk shows of the West? But for what? What, 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 what are we... So that once a year when prime media and, 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 and them have these awards, we can win this diamond award and this golden award and silver award and bronze award. Is that the type of recognition that we are chasing? Sometimes, you know, you got these females that come on radio. Allah has blessed them with sweet, sweet voices. Now you, an individual, you're sitting on the other side of the radio, you're listening to this auntie or this girl, she's yapping away. Shaitan puts an imaginary thought in your mind of the description of this young woman. And now we start fantasizing. Wallahi al-Azim, this I'm not saying as uh, a dream or I'm exaggerating. Even us as men folk that come on the radio, sometimes people will meet us in real life, <laughs> as if uh, what we are doing is not real life. And they have a completely, completely different picture in their mind of what they imagined and what they are seeing. So, we have to be careful. Then even the types of Anashid, the types of Naat Sharif that have been played, so much of it has a beat to it, it has a thump to it, sometimes it has another instrument in it, it has this, and it's, you know, we just look for loopholes. We call it a duff, we'll call it this, we'll call it that, we'll look for, you know, we'll, we will find that loophole just to appease the nerves to play this on the radio. And remember, the awam is there. They are there to seek knowledge. They are there to enhance their, I don't know how you're going to enhance your spirituality, but that's their need. Now we, as an ulama body, as a governing body, as someone that has authority, are outlying all of this here to the public. 
So it's kosher, it's acceptable, it's not a problem. Even this jingles, you know, you hear the jingles. Ya Rab, sometimes I think to myself that, for what? Why are we creating these jingles? You've got a douche, a dash, a bang, a dust, all mixed up, you know. So it's, it's digitally created, but it has a musical sound to it. It may not be music, music, but it, anything that takes the heart away from the remembrance of Allah and reminds us of sin and guna, isn't that something that should be forbidden? And abstained from? So the jingles also, you know, we must be very careful. Go back to the simplicity, simplicity. Don't just trust anything that we are listening to, that we are hearing. Sadly, so many mistakes are even being made. Great, great mistakes are being made. Photography is going on. Intermingling of sexes is going on. Haram, haram gatherings is going on. All in the name of deen under Islamic media in inverted commas. Islam. What Islam is there in that type of an environment? But no, we have to be cultured. We have to be progressive. These are all the excuses we will make. Until the person's iman leaves them, that's how progressive we are getting if you want to call it progressive. So my young friends, I'm saying be very careful of media. Be very, very wary. I don't want to downplay anybody that is between them and Allah Ta'ala. Allah Pak, give us all hidayat. We are all in need of hidayat. But we have to realize the mistakes. There are many, many mistakes as an ummah that we are making. And they are regarded as, you know, you know, come on, man. Why make an issue out of a jingle? Now I'm speaking about a jingle that has a musical tone to it. It's not music. I know I was in media for many, many years. I know how it's created. I know what sounds are put into it to create that jingle, but it has, let's be, let's be factual, it has a musical thing to it. You know, the moment you hear it, it's got that musical thing to it. So now, if we are not going to address this, go back 50 years, be regressive, wallahi, this progressive is taking us nowhere. It's taken us nowhere. Let's go back. Let's go back. People talk about the camel. Let's go back there. Let's go back to the camel age also. No problem. 
As long as our deen is unadulterated, it is pure, it is sahih, it is serene, it doesn't have all of these complications, then there's no problem. But all in the name of progressiveness, we have gone 500 years into filth and sin, so deep we have gone into it, that our children and grandchildren won't be able to differentiate and I've given you the example of a jingle that has become so acceptable. The musical jingle has become so acceptable that nobody even pays any attention to it any longer. Islam, you know, this media, media, media is designed like this. One Muslim teacher teaching at a Muslim school, he wrote to Hazrat Rahmatullah that he was a perfectly normal male. He used to go every day, teach in the school. But one film, one movie changed his behavior so much that now he's teaching these young boys, he's finding difficulty to control his evil desires. And now you're in a situation, how are you going to overcome this? Many people won't even speak about it because they're too embarrassed. This person, Allah Pak, reward him. At least he went up and said, you know what, I, I'm in a problem here, I need help. So, this Western media will create the desire of experiments that can lead our Iman out of our hearts. Western media, it will create that desire to experiment to such a degree that Iman will eventually leave our hearts. We will not worry. You know, I heard how many cases of Muslim girls getting married to females here in the Cape Town area. Muslim girls getting married to one white girl, huh? same-sex marriages. Ya Allah, how long are we going to keep the blanket over our eyes? How long are we going to pull the wool over our eyes? So be very, very careful when it comes to this Netflix. And Netflix itself, Netflix itself, is designed to promote homosexuality. You see, there are many series, there are many movies on Netflix, and it will say they're only on Netflix. Go and see for yourself. Don't see, ask somebody. But nine out of ten of them have some homosexuality content in it. Nine out of ten, if not ten out of ten. So then what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Are you prepared to put your Iman at risk due to all this? Just to binge watch, binge watch, one weekend, you know. Hmm? This is addiction also. And it needs to be overcome. It needs to be overcome. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect me. Allah Pak protect you, protect our children, protect the whole ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's really, really frightening times that we are living in. My young friends, don't be fooled.
you are young, you are energetic, you are charismatic, you have this aqal, this knowledge, little bit of knowledge Allah Pak has given you, don't fall into the deceptive ways of shaitan. Otherwise, that one series can turn and alter our entire life. One little thing, one movie can alter our lives and cause us to go into so much of fitna and corruption. How many Muslim gays we are finding in today's times? How many girls are getting involved in relationships with other girls? Hmm? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Jazakallah khair for joining me. Make a lot of dua for me also. I will also make a lot of dua for you. Allah pa keep us under his protection. Fi amanillah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.